You're listening to the Sci Fidelity Podcast, episode 95, Zombies in the Shell. The Sci Fidelity Podcast contains adult language and themes and is intended for a mature audience. In this episode, we talk about things like Walking Dead and anime and manga and uh, specifically Superman's weird depression and his casual Friday outfit. I don't get it. I rewatched Alien last night. No, this was two nights ago. I rewatched Alien two nights ago, and holy shit, that movie holds up for being almost 40 years old. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) There ain't ain't a lot of movies that hold up after that amount of time, so I might give that another look. It's been a long time since I actually watched the whole movie without just picking it apart for some of my favorite scenes. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's been a while since I... I think the last time I watched it was actually with Patrick. Ditto the the sequel. Uh, Aliens, which I will be watching this weekend. Um, Ah. So I'm looking forward to that. I know that holds up. I've seen Aliens like 40 times. Um, But Alien, I think that was maybe my fourth time seeing that movie. So uh, director's cut or theatrical? I went the director's cut, but I think we all know there's not that big of a difference between... When it comes no. to the first one, no. there's not that big of a difference between the two. You know what we ought to do is just scene, really, welcome everyone to the yeah. show. So welcome we, to the Sci-Fidelity Podcast. My name is Steve. This is Michael. This is Patrick. This is Brian. <laughs> We're just talking about Alien. Um, Alien. I mean, there's yeah, a lot of memorable th- scenes in that movie. Like, uh, like when we we learn about how the androids work and how realistic they are, and damn man, <laughs> fucking landmark actually, movie. Oh wait, you mean the android part where the android with... tries to shove a magazine down a woman's throat? Yeah, exactly. Could you? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Can anyone explain that one moment? I'm kind of okay. I love the bill, but I just never quite got a magazine. Really? Because it would and, kill the and, shit out of her. That's why. Why, why a spoon, brother? Because it's dull, you idiot. It'll hurt more if I can quote Robin Hood. Okay, so I actually so the, the forgot. Android just created a list of everything in the room and randomly mm-hmm. ra- assigned a number to it and then randomly selected a number and said, I will kill her with this. Yeah, that's what, how like that works. like a game? Yes, I um, think uh, there, there was a time of opportunity there. Brian, the right. the that that android was fucked up. Like it yes. wasn't, it was no longer <laughs> operating properly. So it just had a well, it had a I, brain I know. glitch. I just, or I mean, so well, or it was the operating stuff a as intended. Down the throat program. I mean, it has such a program. Hey, <laughs> have you ever seen? Have you ever seen things fuck okay. up? You ever seen a, a computer fuck up? It does random shit. Random shit. <laughs> kind of does. So one thing I that I forgot that about in my the- wife, she didn't go for it. <laughs> I, 
Uh, One of the things, while we're on that subject, one of the things that I forgot in Alien was they didn't know he was he was an android. I thought they knew the whole goddamn time. Nope. No. 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 That's what makes it awesome. (laughs) So like, yeah, they're like, he's a robot. I was like, holy shit! They didn't know (laughs) that he was a robot. (laughs) He was a Cylon. That was that was deliberate. That scene was deliberately added in, or that twist, because they sat down and said, okay, we've got this chest ripping out thing, but we don't really have any terribly good surprises after that. Just the alien goes around killing people, and that's kind of predictable after that. So can we come up with one more twist somewhere in the film? And they said, what if somebody on the ship turns out to be an android? And they said, okay, we'll do that. It's not as good as the chest bursting, but it's not bad. All right. Are you making shit up, or did someone say that that's what was their motivation? That's what the writer said in the DVD extras. All right, we're talking about Brian. So odds are he either saw it in the documentary, heard it in the audio commentary, or saw it while going through their garbage. He probably knows. thought it was a legitimate question. Well, I I, I do want to say that Ridley Scott goes to an awful lot of oranges, but... Oh, I wow. think we know that. <laughs> um, Peels everywhere. <laughs> all right. So on the subject of robots, uh, Brian brought up something that I have not thought about in years. Um, and uh, he says he just watched it. Ghost in the Shell. Yep. You just watched Ghost in the Shell? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I've seen what now have I seen? I've seen Akira. I've seen Ghost in the Shell. And I think I saw something about a moving castle or something. Um, Howl's moving castle. castle. Yeah. Howl's moving castle. And that's, I think, pretty much all. Oh, in like two episodes of Cowboy Bebop. (laughs) Have you not seen Ninja Scroll? No. That's. Oh, wow. That's. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I don't know if you can just uh, recommend Ninja Scroll (laughs) cold to somebody. That's. uh, But they've been telling me I need to do Ghost in the Shell forever. So I it came up in conversation. I said, okay, let's do it. So we watched Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> I right. like your enthusiasm. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> I have a confession. Have you All never seen four Ghost of in those the Shell? titles? I've maybe seen 30 minutes total of, like, hmm. combined. So are you not okay. an anime fan then? I, I don't feel it? so virgin ish now. Are you not an well, anime fan? Steve? So I've I've only the only anime, and I don't even know if this qualifies, but I watched all of Avatar: The Last Airbender, and people were saying, "Oh my God, you got to wait till you see Korra, or Legend of Korra, because that's mm. like the Last Airbender, like turned up to eleven. It's the it's the better part." And I kind of gave up on Legend of Korra. Like I got really bored. Alright. I loved so, Legend of Korra. I saw all the way when it just ended recently. I loved it. It was good. You know. But yeah, I mean I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you that you're wrong for not liking something because that's weird. Well, uh, oh, the, the other thing uh, is like I might have just had too much content and I just set it down. I may go back to it. I haven't mm. really made up my mind about that. But it's all available on Amazon, which is it is where I was getting it through the Amazon Prime video. I, I, say, I, I thought it was a really good check that I haven't. I, I also, this probably doesn't count, but I did see season one of Robotech, which the American version. So yeah, 
I don't I, that I think really that counts. counts as more than Avatar, only well, because, because that was they actually rewrote made the in... story for Americans and redubbed, rewrote the large chunks of dialogue for American I audiences. I was thinking that probably doesn't count as pure anime anymore. They just took the video and did something else with it. I think it still counts. Okay. I mean, yeah, it would have been more if you had watched the actual Macross, but I think Robotech is still considered anime. Okay. Well, I liked Ghost in the Shell a lot. Uh, I can I, I can see why people make a big deal out of that one. Some of the other stuff yeah. I listed, I don't see why that's a big deal. But Ghost in the Shell, I'm like, I can see why this would spawn a TV series and and sequels and prequels and stuff. This this was not bad. Uh, it wasn't perfect, but I could. There's definitely some greatness hiding in that cartoon. <laughs> Patrick, did you? It looks like you wanted to say something. Oh well, I was just gonna say I was uh, I was with Steve. I I haven't seen any of Legend of Korra. That's because I was watching Avatar on Netflix, and they took it off before I got to finish. And I was like, well, I don't want to go to Legend of Korra because I hear that she's a character from Avatar. Blah 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 blah. She blah. is. And I just looked it up, and it's on Amazon Prime. So I could have been watching yeah. Avatar. You know, yeah, and, and, I was, and I was just about to suggest and, that and catching that all up, and it just it didn't even occur to me until just now when you said Amazon for me to look yeah. on Amazon Prime because I'm paying the money for Amazon Prime. I should get my money's worth from Amazon Prime. So yeah, Man. I'm just I'm, I've been kicking hey, myself because I really enjoyed Avatar actually. If you're I, already I used the on, hell out of it, and and I use like my PlayStation to get it, and uh, that's uh, man. That, the news that they're expanding PlayStation 3 and 4 video streaming services. Yeah. Great. That's great news to me. I uh, I want to check out the new TV show, Powers, which is airing on the PlayStation Network. Um, I don't know how I'm going to do that yet, but I do own a Sony <laughs> PlayStation, so that's probably how I'm going to do that. Um, <laughs> wow. Good, good plan. Um, I'm just saying, I have the tools. <laughs> we can make him better. Um, so, I, uh, Ghost in the Shell, quick side note, uh, that is the oldest graphic novel that I own. Oh, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. That is the oldest graphic novel that I personally have bought and have never read. I bought it in college and then never read it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I still own it. Still haven't read it. <laughs> have um, you, have, how many of you guys have read probably more? Uh, probably the more. Walking Dead comics. Like, are you guys still yes. reading the Walking Dead comics? I I actually made an effort to start at the beginning again and catch up to the to the current season. Oh, not the current the current issues, and I got waylaid around issue thirty. <laughs> And, a, and considering issue 138 just came out, that's not very far. I grant you that. I got, in my defense, I got waylaid by the show. <laughs> I went back I to watching the fair. show. I think I made it probably to, um, probably like issue 110, somewhere around there. And, Ooh. uh, and it kind of it kind of fell off. It kind it kind of fell off of my list of things that I'm that I'm eager to read, just because. Did you get what? Did you get sick of the formula? 
Because there's an absolute formula. There, there is kind of an absolute formula. And, um, yeah, like, I don't really know where they can go with it anymore. It's like, it's the same story, and and they can't... It, it's the same formula, but it and it's all the same visuals, too, right? So it's, mm-hmm. like, you could say, you know, Star Trek or Stargate or whatever has the same formula, but you get new visuals, right? You get new planets and new ships and whatever, but Walking Dead, it's just... It's zombies and shitty people, and then zombies and shitty people, zombies and shitty people, add new character, delete new character, or delete old character, add new character, delete old character. Well, and to know. be more exact, the formula is we show up to a place that we think we're going to be safe, we all get a false sense of security, something fucked up happens, we all react to that, and then something exponentially way worse happens mostly everyone dies and who's ever survives wanders off to find another safe place reset start all over again <laughs> yeah that that is the formula and it comes down i guess to the qualities of the characters uh it's it relies on the quality of the characters um, it does and I guess there's a few unique situations that come up, like uh, these, like you know, like when they had to kill the kids. That was that was fucked yeah. up, you know. And you're just not. Yeah, I mean, you're never gonna see that. Wait, is that on another show like show? that? Yeah, I was talking comic. Book. I think that's. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, he yeah, was yeah. actually talking about something from the comic book. Well, mm. so so I'm almost up to current. I'm not remembering the, where they in the, the comic. Kids. I assumed it was something from beyond where I was at. Cause even, even I read it at one point and then kind of fell off and I fell off around issue 80 or so. So, um, I know there's a good 60 issues beyond where I stopped. So I figured he might have been talking about something beyond where I stopped. And, and that's, that's possible. That's why I'm asking the question. Was it, is that, cause I distinctly remember on the TV show where that happened. Um, yeah yeah so i was in responding to michael i was specifically talking about the show okay okay. is anyone gonna put down watching the show i mean because that's the same formula no it absolutely is the same formula though i do think i don't know i feel like they they are making more of an effort to switch it up and i think that has more to do with the fact that they have more more than one writer on the TV show, so it feels more varied, whereas I feel like, and don't get me wrong, I I think Walking Dead is a great comic book. I could say the same thing about Chris Claremont uh, X-Men storylines, where after a while you feel like you're kind of reading the same thing over and over and over again. That's because one writer has been writing it for so long <laughs> that you're just getting used to that writer's way of writing things. But you get new scenery. Yeah. In the form of <laughs> new villains to beat up, so with new superpowers um, and new gimmicks, yeah, pretty much. Yes. And how do yeah. we react to those new gimmicks? But um, so what they need is zombies that can fly, and it would <laughs> make it all Holy fresh. Fuck, no! You know what? If they just switched it to fast to fast zombies, that would completely change the whole camber of the show. And now, I don't fast zombies. T- here's here's a question: Would fast zombies make that much of a difference in a comic book where it's all done shot for shot? I can Fuck see how yes. it would make a huge difference on a screen where you've got video, but 
Well, it's it's how the character because you know in comic books it they're they're showing how things are happening, and so you're really changing how you're responding to how things are happening. So yeah, fast zombies would make a big difference because right now you got sequences where people just meander through hordes of zombies and they don't really give a fuck, and if they're all fast, you can't really do that. That's the that's the problem. I guess the benefit to slow zombies is that slow zombies are not that big of a threat once you know what you're doing. At least I kind of feel yeah. like singly. So are you guys up to current on the TV show? I, I am. am not. I am not. Well, so how far back are you? Cuz I don't want this to be I all spoilery. Sorry, I I haven't seen anything since the winter finale. I haven't seen any oh, of the shit. show since it's come back. Well, I okay, I will say this and I don't think this is spoilery. Um the TV show, I think, has more places to go because in the comic book, they're pretty much just, all right, we're just, you know, uh, the the creator and, and writer is like, I just want to, you know, grind these people into the ground. However, since he is not writing every episode, that opens right. up the possibility for them to do other things. And there is a there is an episode in the new season, which... Which is the only real reason to watch Z Nation, basically. But it's, um, you know, what happened right now? We've never dealt with zombies in inclement weather, right? It's always, mm-hmm. you know, clear night, not raining or whatever, and then there's a bunch of zombies. But like, what happens if? And this happens like in Z Nation. What happens if, there, if a tornado shows up? Now you have to, you know, do what you would do to protect yourself from a tornado or a hurricane, but also look out for zombies, you know? Or, right. Like, we've never seen what happens when it snows. If it's a big enough tornado, we could get the flying zombies. They had that, actually. They actually (laughs) had that. Like, the tornado picked one up, and it threw them, and, like, our survivors are standing there. This is on Z Nation, not Walking Dead. And they're standing there, and a fucking zombie, like, slams into a tree right next to them. And the the woman looks up, and she says, oh, seriously? And then they run away. Because it's like, well, fuck. We can't even stand outside in this clearing where there are no zombies because they're just being thrown at us. It's like fucking Sharknado or some shit, but with zombies. Well, yeah, Sounds a lot like Sharknado. Yeah. That does sound a lot like Sharknado. No, they, yeah, that's basically what I was saying earlier where, yeah, if it's just one writer who's writing 137 issues, after a while it is going to feel kind of the same, and that's mainly just because it's all from one writer. But with the TV show, you're definitely going to feel like there's more variation just because you're getting more writers. Okay. <laughs> so I feel someone like else if to you, introduce an idea. I feel like if you're if you're watching the TV show, and then trying to catch up with the book, the the two hit enough of the same beats that there's going to be spots where you already know what's coming and you lose that sting mm-hmm. of the surprise. But yes. I, I can't say that, that that's legit because there's enough difference mm-hmm. that the, the both of these hold merit in their own right. The TV show is really good. Everyone seems to agree on that. And the comic book is really good, at least in my opinion, all the way right. up to where I've, I've stopped just because I didn't I didn't get them on my iPad and I haven't read them yet. Yeah. But I have all the way up to current. So, well, I mean, like, so there's I a can couple actually of give, big, I can actually give like, you an example. Fundamental differences from where they are now in both of their current states. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Key character differences, who's alive and who's not. Right. 
and some <laughs> the of the super of villains characters versus the I, awesomeness yeah. of other characters talking about Lori because I feel like you're talking about Lori no, um, I'm, I'm talking about Andrea actually in the, oh, okay. in the comic yeah. Oh, yeah. that's actually a useful. better example yeah <laughs> she's very useful as opposed to uh, Andrea in the show so, so, Steve, I can actually give you a, a, an exact example of what you were talking about, but I enjoyed it because I enjoyed seeing actors acting out the scene, even though I absolutely knew what was about to come because the the TV show was following almost exactly what happened in the comic book. And that was the whole thing that happened in the church uh, mm-hmm. when uh, the cannibal showed up. And then the cannibals thought they could come in and, uh, you know, scare them and then take over. And then they were like, no, fuck you. You don't know who you were fucking with. You fucked with the wrong group of people. Um, yeah, that's pretty much exactly how it happened in the comic book, but it was yeah. still nice to see it played out by actors. Definitely so, was. I really enjoyed, was- I, I really enjoyed knowing what was going to happen as mm. it started to unfold. I really, right. I, I fully enjoyed that. I don't think I lost any aspect of it having known what was going to happen. The tension mm. and the way it was shot was so good that, man, I, I, yeah. hell, I'd watch well, that scene again just for it. There's a difference there because in the, in, the, in the comic, they went looking for him, which they did in the show too, but they they found the cannibals whereas in the show the cannibal right. as soon as they walk away the cannibals come to the church and so in your head you're going oh they've split things off before is this going to be you know is this not going to follow what actually happened in the comic or you know is sure. this going to be some elaborate I, ruse or but something I, but i do think it was thematically basically the same which was the they were showing that there were a group of villains that thought they could victimize the main characters and the main characters basically returned it back in kind, if not worse. And it was still basically thematically the same, which is why I knew what was coming. It One was the, the, you thought you could fuck with us and you, you thought entirely wrong. <laughs> One of the big differences I noticed in those cannibals from the, from the books was in the TV show, they had a ninja-like ability to appear and disappear, unlike any other villains that we've had. Like, the zombies don't do that, and other people that were hiding. I mean, the only one that I can think of was when uh, uh, Rick's kid got shot. And they, they were off looking for uh, the little girl. Yeah. Who ended mm. up getting killed. Oh, uh, what the hell is her name? But she, like, vanished. Right. Well, well, she vanished, but, you know, she, we lost sight of her, and there were woods. So it's not, right. you know, ridiculous that she vanished. Well, so my, my, my connection there is only that there haven't been a whole lot of instances where people have had the ability just to melt away into the forest and be hidden. The only other character I can think of was uh, Daryl's brother. Merle. Merle. Merle, yeah. Merle, Merle got to be a little Merle. sneaky. You know what? He adapted really True well to only having one, having one robo hand. Um, he sure I gotta did. Say, Michael Rucker is that actor's name, isn't He's it? A, he, was a, he was a Jedi in that respect. <laughs> um, <laughs> dark side. 
I think yeah, he well, was doing yeah, it. Definitely. Hey, can I ask you guys, because I definitely want to talk about one other topic that Brian's not going to give a shit about before yeah, I we go. I just, yeah, <laughs> we started this talking about something that Brian had done, and you, and, well, you, we, we have found a way to veer this completely away so that Brian yeah. is just sitting there twiddling his thumbs, going, uh, yeah, I, it's a good I, thing my I pants are like, off. I feel like he's owed this after we watched the first Doctor Who episode. And I know you can say, well, I mean, he sat through plenty of episodes where we talked about stuff that he didn't know. No, no, no. The first Doctor Who episode is worth about 30 episodes where he just has to sit there and shut the fuck up. Um, I'm just saying. That's oh, my see, uh, you guys had not mentioned that for so long. I figured you could blocked it out as a method of mental self-defense. Nope, <laughs> no, nope, sorry. But I'm no, not even you're bringing still up waking that, up in the middle of the night going, no unearthly children. <laughs> no, that was a good yeah. episode. We're talking about, you know, the first episode. The, the very first episode. The nosy the teachers. Episode. Yeah, no, and an earthly child. That was the name of the episode. Oh no, we, like, we remember it. It's seared into my brain. Listen, so the other topic to that fair, Brian's not going to give a shit about Doctor Who. is I'm cursing Brian. Uh, yeah, basically, pretty much. Because fuck that guy. Um, the other topic <laughs> that Brian is not going to give a shit about that I want to bring up. Because this was something I brought up with Patrick this past weekend, and I thought it'd be an interesting topic. So they have, they are introducing some new costumes in the DC universe, uh, because they're doing, because DC is I also doing. I just want to know what the hell is going on with that. Okay, well, okay, okay. So have you guys seen them? Because this, this uh, means well, nothing to them unless they see them. So let, let me. Uh, I, I have seen a Superman and a Wonder Woman costume. And the Wonder Woman, I didn't. Even, I probably wouldn't have even raised an eyebrow at. But the Superman looks weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, so yeah, I, I want to describe. I'm just going to describe it. You can show it to them, but you know, this is a an audio It'll podcast. Be, uh, so well, it should be described. They'll go to the, the web page and they'll 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 look at it. True and enough. They'll go, oh, hey, that's that's sci-fi so awesome. show dot net. Look for the visual reference on the show notes. You'll find it. So, so, so. The Wonder Woman I want to start with because I the, I first heard about all the hoopla about all the changes to the Wonder Woman costume and how it was bullshit and all blah 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 and I looked it up and yeah there are changes to the costume but I feel like she's still wearing a variation of the Wonder Woman costume it's yeah. different but it's still the Wonder Woman costume so I'm like I really who- don't. Yeah. Yeah. I really don't get why there's all this hoopla about that. But then you look at the Superman costume, which I swear to God is basically Superman is treating this like it's casual Friday. He has on a fucking Superman t-shirt and jeans and what looks to be maybe boots or just fucking BK sneakers. I don't know. <laughs> so all I so know is he's it, fucking calling it in at this point. He sounds they're just trying like, to make it easier for the cosplay community. This is a Superman costume much. that anyone can cosplay. It, it, it's it's designed Superman realized that people were spending money they should have been using to keep their kids fed on trying to cosplay as him. And so Superman's trying to do the world a favor. It sounds yeah, a lot he's... like it's, you know, teen camp counselor Superman. 
Right. <laughs> and I think, I think, I think Patrick put it best when he said all he has to do is take off his shirt and put on a Batman t-shirt. And apparently he's fucking Batman now. Um, oh, and, I'm Batman. Well, let's, let's not forget the new Batman costume, which is, which, you know, Iron Man. Appleseed, right? <laughs> Yeah. I've not seen or heard anything about the new Batman costume. So, so Brian, look at your screen. Right, that right, is the right. new yeah. Batman costume. That's the back of the new Batman costume. No, 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 Which, no, no. But that is a robot of the tick. I, I know what that is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yes. That's Robotech. It is the tick. <laughs> I, did, I did look. I did look for what, what was his sidekick? The moth? Uh, yeah, the moth. Arthur. I was looking Arthur. for Arthur. Yes. Arthur. Yes. But as one of our friends so eloquently pointed out, um, put up the, he's uh, just Tony the Stark other DC now. One, the Superman. I'm trying yeah, there's to find some it. Other, yeah, there's the Flash, and the Flash basically is wearing the same goddamn costume. I really don't understand why that's supposed to be different. It, is um, anyone watching Green that show? By like the way, no, no, the no, Flash. No, the zigzag yes, goes so in the opposite it. direction now. How, what do you think of it? The lightning yeah, bolt. Yeah, I think, they they flipped the lightning bolt. That means everything. You say that, but they've made those kinds of changes to costumes before and, and treated it like it was a big goddamn deal. Um, <laughs> well, apparently, Green yeah. Lantern is now wearing the Infinity Gauntlet because he doesn't have a ring. He's got a gauntlet now. Swear to God, that's true. He, he needs that. Though. Um, and uh, what was it? Um, Green Arrow now looks like a hobo. But that's not that different. How is that different than how he looked before? Okay, that's, how we okay, that's actually not that different than what he used to wear. But Green Arrow has traditionally looked a little bit like Robin Hood or like from Men in Tights Robin Hood. So No, he looks like the Robin Hood that you see when you're walking through certain bad neighborhoods and that Robin Hood is trying to steal your money by begging for it. Like that now, what that's he what he looks like. like. Yeah, yes, that's what yeah. he looks like now. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Hey, can you can you steal can you give me money so I can give it to the poor? I e me. <laughs> and if I you don't, sandwich. I'm gonna put an arrow in your ass so- from like six miles away. All right. So, um, what's the rationale for uh, Batman dressing up like the Tick? Because it's oh, they haven't Jesus. explained it yet. There's a there's a new status quo because because Marvel's going through their whole big thing recently. I think DC was feeling a little inadequate, so they felt they had to shake everything up. So I, I genuinely <laughs> believe that's what this is. DC so was feeling all the superheroes to hot topic, and that that's shaking things up. It, it's the DC grunge phase. Yes. <laughs> I really think Superman is depressed. I, I kind of think that's what this is. Superman's like, ah... I got to stop another building from falling. All right, but I'm not putting my costume on. I'm going there with what I'm wearing right now, okay? <laughs> Superman is not going to get any points for suiting up. No. Oh, hey, speaking of uh, speaking of costumes, so there's the, uh, I guess they released the picture of the new Supergirl costume uh, for oh, the for new S- Justice League movie, right? And, you know, for it's the all... New Justice- uh, I thought it was well, for the TV series. Whatever it's going to be. Is there a TV series? Yeah, there's okay, a Supergirl TV out. series. I don't pay attention to that shit. Um, you should know because they, they got Dean Kane for the show. That is real. 
Okay, so that's the TV <laughs> series. Okay, so they got her suit for the TV series, which is very yeah. reminiscent of, uh, you know, Superman's suit from Man of Steel. Uh, but a, uh, a, a female comic book writer that I kind of, that I follow on Twitter, she said, yeah, yeah, that suit looks all well and good and all, but, you know, if I go and search for Supergirl cosplay, I find so many better costumes, like, that are more bright and more colorful than this dark, muted, red, bluish bullshit. And I thought, <laughs> that's, that's a really good take on that. It's like, wow, like that, 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 that Superman costume is kind of dark, right? Like, not like the universe is dark and gritty, but just it's hard to make out fucking colors on it. And, you know, you could cosplay better shit than that. So, I, I'll like, be I, honest, I, I guess I have to ask, is Supergirl known for being bright? Yes. So and, Superman. And is yellow are spandex ta- really what are, are we're we talking about on a live-action TV series? Well, I, I think that all depends, because if you're talking New 52 uh, Supergirl, it's quite the opposite. She is a rage-filled teenager that's all about the angst and the... But I get what you're saying, but I will admit one thing. I don't have a problem with Man of Steel having muted colors. My issue is basically uh, the invoking 9-11 which is what that movie did i don't care about the color of the costume and thus i don't care about the color of the supergirl costume uh it all seemed fine to me i don't need bright colors for it to be a better costume i'm fine with the way that it is um if it's if it's as dark as man of steel then yeah fuck that show (laughs) Uh, you know (laughs) as far as i'm concerned I, i don't care I really don't. It doesn't matter. People people give so much, you know, of their mind shares worth of time to this. And it it's called being a nerd. I I understand. It doesn't affect me. This doesn't strike my nerdiness. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't know. Maybe if I was more invested in the books for those characters, I haven't so read Superman in is, a long time. If they had made a Duke Nukem TV show. <laughs> you would be more passionate about this. No, fuck that. Fuck that whole franchise. Well, in general, I, I would agree with the idea that, you know, well, good writing and good acting is more important than what the costume is, and you're going to like the character or hate the character regardless I mean, of what they're wearing. But um, Unless you, it's you, ridiculous, right? There's a point at which ridiculousness hits. Batman. Well, I think yeah, what well, Patrick is saying is that maybe it hit that point. Yeah, maybe it did. Because, <laughs> you know, that's, that's Doctor Who number six right there. <laughs> All right. That is Doctor Who number six, and there's definitely a line being crossed there. <laughs> that uh, does look like yeah. the Technicolor dream coat. I will yes. acknowledge that it he is like wearing someone did a lot of LSD. something <laughs> out of the disco era. The fact that the writing was also shit during those years didn't help none either. But, but the, the, even if it had been great writing, that's what they were passing off as Doctor yeah, Who. That's LSD right there. That's what that is. All right. Well, I can definitely name some great written comic books that had ridiculous costumes. So, yeah, it'll come down to the writing of the show. Yeah, because I think the Flash does, costume though. is kind of ridiculous, but apparently the show is really good. So, <laughs> well, this is this is the end of the show where I say that you should go to our website. 
It's SciFiShow.net, and there you will find a bevy of clickable things to subscribe to the show and get uh, it sent to you automatically, which is really the best way. You can also follow us on Twitter. We're on Facebook and the Google+. And uh, if you have a moment, the next time you're shopping on Amazon, visit our website first. Click the Extra Life link and do your Amazon shopping just as normal. It doesn't cost you anything, and it helps us out. So until next time, I'm Steve. This is Patrick. This is Michael. This is Brian. Let me grab a t-shirt. I'm Batman. (laughs) (laughs) See ya. Oh, fuck that guy.